Welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast, where today's brightest minds in the medical device industry go to get their most useful and actionable insider knowledge, direct from some of the world's leading medical device experts and companies. On this episode of the Global Medical Device Podcast, I do another Meet the Guru session, this time with medical device guru Etienne Nichols. Uh, Etienne has a lot of experiences uh, prior to joining Greenlight, some in other industries, but it's, uh, you know, to me, that's always part of the journey, just learning uh, things along the way that could be applicable to, to current situation and circumstances. And it was through this conversation, and I, I talked to all of our gurus uh, periodically, but and, and I've been just blessed and appreciate so much how that team has grown. And you know, I'm really proud of our medical device gurus at Greenlight Guru today. You know, we have I think over a dozen uh, as this is being recorded, and just to see you know and hear some of their successes, but how excited they are about helping our customers, medical device companies like, like you through their journey and how much pride and, and, and excitement they have from that. I mean, that's, that's just amazing. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode of the Global Medical Device Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast. This is your host and founder, Agri Light Guru, John Spear. And from time to time, we uh, feature one of our gurus, uh, as you probably have become familiar. Joining me today is uh, one of our newer gurus at Greenlight Guru, Etienne Nichols. Uh, Etienne, welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast. Thank you, John. It's good to be here. I'm excited to uh, have a conversation with you today. Uh, absolutely. I, I guess maybe a good place to start uh, our discussion is tell the folks a little bit about who you are and, and sort of, I guess, high-level overview of your journey uh, in the medical sure. device industry. So far. Okay. Well, I started, uh, uh, I was a mechanical engineer in college. And uh, I wanted to be a biomedical, but I was down that road a little bit already. Um, but what sent me down the interest in being biomedical uh, was I broke my arm in college. And uh, the, the surgeon was really into physics. He talked to me all about the different physics of the implant that was going into my arm and the screws. And he showed me all of the differences. He said, oh, you're an engineer. You're going you're gonna to be interested in these things. And it, it did really spark my interest. So after I got out of college, um, I worked as a mechanical engineer for a, a uh, a couple different uh, industries, aerospace, um, the steel industry, finally got the chance to be a medical device engineer working at a manufacturing facility. So I learned a lot about different things, you know, the QMS, product development. I got thrown into a regulatory uh, project, which was really exciting. And then uh, that, that really sprung me into project management, where I, I started working primarily with product development, even going into a combination device um, drug and uh, drug delivery device. And that's the point that uh, I found Greenlight Guru. So I feel as though I've dabbled in a lot of different areas. And uh, so that's that's kind of how I came here. Okay. And you mentioned before um, or earlier while you were at school, you were thinking about considering biomedical engineering before you broke your arm. <laughs> what was the, the drive or the intrigue there? Well, um, so the, the two two different reasons. Um, I had been uh, obviously pursuing mechanical engineering. I had considered going in and going on to be a doctor after that. That was kind of a 
I was toying with that thought in my mind, but then I thought, wow, I could, I could really help some people. There's a whole side of the medical device, medical industry that I don't ever think about. And that's the, the design of these devices. And here I am already in college to be a, a designer um, of things. Um, why not just design medical devices? And so that's right. really what, what kind of sparked my interest more than anything. Very cool. So you've been at Greenlight now for, for a few months. I mean, how would you describe or what, what do you enjoy most about being a guru at Greenlight Guru? so far? I think the best thing for me is getting to see the technology that's being developed out there and how many people are working so hard to bring products to market. You know, I had the chance recently to be a judge at the MedTech Innovator, which was an awesome yeah. experience yeah. for me. My takeaway cool. from the event, I, I've, I've talked to a couple different people about that, but the thing that most everybody's going to hear me say is I feel like the future is bright when I, when I see all of these yeah. people working so hard, you know, we hear on the news, um, all the tough situations that the world's facing, but, uh, we don't talk as much about the lesser well-known, uh, not as well-known entrepreneurs that are working tirelessly to improve people's lives. So that's exciting to me. It, it really that's pumps good. me up seeing all of the, the technology that's being brought to market. For sure. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about. I mean, you know, I'm, I've got a few years on you, but yeah. Um, when I entered in the med device industry, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, I had a cell phone, but it was basically just a phone. The big brick um, kind. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> quite that big, but but it was just a phone. It didn't yeah. have anything else really on it. I think it might have had. I remember my BlackBerry. That dates me a little bit. I, I, I love that with people, but but you know now the, the the phones that we have and the things that we wear. Uh, you know, all these these tech devices that we use in our everyday lives, they have some, in some cases, medical purposes. And it's it's kind of cool, you know, to think about, you know, the the emergence or convergence of technology and that device and, and all for the, that purpose of, of improving my quality of life or the quality of life for the people that I love. It's kind of exciting. I agree. Yeah. And, and I guess yeah. I'll add, yeah, just when you asked the question about what I enjoy about being a guru, that's certainly... Probably first and foremost, it's just so exciting to see that technology, like you're saying. Uh, but in addition to that, um, you brought that up about the software as a medical device. Um, that was something that I wasn't uh, previously as involved in. The people I'm working with now, for example, Wade, uh, he's he, he's dove right into that to learn software as a medical device, taking courses on that. And he's he's uh, he's going to be a cutting edge guy for software as a medical device. And just all of the people I'm working with, they all have their uh, specialties and they're all really diving into a lot of different subjects that maybe people who were niche engineers might not have ever even considered before. So I feel like my breadth of knowledge is expanding just by being around these different people. So that's another really exciting yeah. thing to, to be experiencing right now. Yeah, when you referred to Wade, you're referring to one of our medical device gurus, Wade Schroeder. Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, th I think it is. To me, it's kind of exciting to see um, not just the technology, but like you and the other gurus, and and you have such a great opportunity. I think to uh, well to let your your current skills and expertise shine and, and be an asset and a resource to our customers. But to your point. You know, Wade is a good example. He's curious about some aspect of, of the industry and he's diving in and he's taking some courses and getting some expertise in an area that he didn't have. You know, so that's kind of cool that and I, and I think that's it. 
exemplifies a bit the entire medical device guru uh, group of folks at Greenlight Guru is that, you know, we, if you look at all of the skills and the expertise, I mean, we've done, when it comes to med device, the group of gurus has done everything you can do. I, I think that would be, I mean, of course, I've got a strong bias here, but I think as a customer of Greenlight Guru, that, that's got to feel good because I know I've got a team behind me that's already been through the things that I'm going to go through and, and that they're there a phone call away. So that's kind of cool. Right. You know, it makes me think when I was, uh, I was leading a project to get direct part marking um, placed on class two devices um, for the UDI implementation several years ago, it was yeah. a stressful time. Um, it was a very stressful time for me because, you know, when you're a project manager, you, you may fall into the trap of thinking, man, if, if this project doesn't succeed, heads will roll and then things are going to. <laughs> and, it, and it's possible that you know, people could lose their jobs. It's, it's definitely a, uh, an impact. Um, but had I back then had Greenlight Guru backing me, I, feel, I would have had so much more confidence. And uh, while I feel like, uh, you know, I, we did a great job, me and my team, just being part of this machine that backs all these small companies or large companies, you know, any size companies, I feel great being able to do that. I think it's exciting. Yeah, that's cool. So I know it's early days in, in your time at, at Greenlight, but any favorite customer stories that you can share so far? And, and don't feel like you have to share who the customer is. Maybe just, you know, uh, anything come to mind? Yeah, there's a couple different. I mean, they're, you're right. Having not been here too long. One of my favorite customers, though, that I uh, I got to have a conversation with, um, he pulled up his design, you know, early conversations. He wanted to get to know me a little bit. I'd like to get to know him. So we were just having a conversation. He pulled up the design of their product. And uh, just the, uh, he was so open about the the way it was designed. Um, we talked about some of the the different aspects as to whether you want to cantilever something or not. What, what are the risks imposed? And, uh, uh, that was that was really fun because, um, you know, sometimes when you're in an advisory role, um, you may feel like you're losing touch of the, uh, you know, design itself. But those conversations are really exciting. So he and I had a, a good good time exploring that. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't have any specific because, you know, obviously still a little early, but um, I am excited yeah. to start to get know, to know the customers because that's that's one of my favorite things about about this job as well. Yeah, well, it sounds like in that example that you shared, you got to be an engineer. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll share a story. Uh, Jessica Lyons, so she's been uh, one of our medical device gurus. Uh, she just actually celebrated five years with Greenland, which is hard for me to believe. But anyway, when, when she came in for the interview, we, we didn't have any gurus uh, aside from me at the time. Oh, wow. And we didn't, we didn't have a customer success team at the time. Um, but she came in for the interview and she wanted to kind of sh see a day in the life and kind of shadow me. And at the time I was, you know, working with all, pretty much all of our customers. Um, again, it's early days, but, uh, we had a call with, um, with one of our customers, um, and he started asking questions about, uh, sample size for testing purposes and all these sorts of things. And I, I knew that Jessica had some expertise in that. So I just gave her the phone and, uh, you know, during the interview and, Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> because her concern was she really liked being an engineer. 
Absolutely. And she was worried that if she came to Greenlight, she wouldn't have that opportunity to be the engineer. And I think, uh, again, I think maybe a little bit of a bias, but I think the opposite is true in, in some cases. Um, you know, I know my career path, I, uh, I felt like I was spending way too much time updating things like Excel spreadsheets and, and Word documents more so than, than doing engineering or project management. And that was sort of the motivation that that drove me to, to conceptualize and, and I guess come up with the idea of Greenlight was so that I can actually spend time doing what I enjoyed. And, and at that time, I was managing projects. But I, I think our, our group was getting more of an opportunity to be nerds um, maybe yeah. than they did otherwise, you know? Well, I am curious. Yeah, I actually think you're absolutely right about that. I am curious, um, you know, we, we – the, when you conceptualized Greenlight Guru, how uh, how close are we from where we were from from what was in your mind? Or you know, I'm sure it's evolved like crazy. Well, it has evolved like crazy. And the so the first um, the, the idea that I had so at the time uh, I was doing a lot of consulting with primarily startup, but some small companies, but really trying to help them get products to market. So everything about managing, everything about the product development process, working with suppliers and design firms and contract manufacturers, things of that nature, but preparing tech files or 510Ks, whatever the case may be. But there was this common theme and it was design controls. And more times than not, the, the people that I was working with on these projects they didn't really understand or conceptualize the importance of design controls. Um, and, you know, I, I managed and maintained a uh, spreadsheet, um, the traceability matrix essentially in a spreadsheet. This is a practice that I had implemented long ago in my career at this point. And I knew that, especially in certain phases of, of a project, it's very dynamic. Things are very fluid and changing. And so sometimes you're updating that spreadsheet a few times throughout the day, you know, it's not uncommon for me to, it was not uncommon for me to spend several hours per week just updating that spreadsheet. But it was so important to to communicate where we are, what's going on, that that it, it was worth it. Yeah. Um, and that that essentially was the first version of Greenlight was an improved workflow for managing design controls while keeping that traceability matrix front and center. Uh, I would say. You know, all the other workflows that are in the platform, those have uh, evolved and, and pivots based on things that we learned after. But but that design control traceability matrix was the first uh, idea from a product perspective. And I would say where the product is today actually is is pretty close to that, that vision, ultimate vision that I had with that. I mean, yeah. um, we... we constantly are evolving that, that workflow and the platform. I know we've got a couple other things on the horizon with that too, but I, I think it's pretty close today to that, that vision. So, Well, and I don't mean to go too far off track, but just to what you're talking about makes me think of when I, how I found Greenlight Guru, you know, I mentioned wishing that I'd had their uh, content production and all the team backing me in the past. I actually was, when I found you guys, I was just doing some research and I found Jessica Lyon's article. Um, she had an article on, I think it was DHF, DMR, DHRs. I was just trying to get something to show other people, you know, the you know, external um, knowledge always seems to sway people more than your own sometimes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, 
but I was so interested in just just the article and the content. I reached out to Jessica Lyon just to say, "Hey, really enjoyed your article," and uh, that's when she um, I, I just followed her on LinkedIn and started learning more about Greenlight Guru, and it just was was kind of cool to see that. I was curious about the product and started looking at the software. So what I was doing at the time was doing what you said. I was managing an Excel spreadsheet that had the design controls. Um, We called it a trace matrix as well. But what Greenlight Guru has really, it puts the traceability in the traceability matrix, I think, because now you can trace to everything. It can be, I'm just, I'm a a huge fan of the design controls workspace for sure. It's awesome. Well, I'm gonna, folks. I want to remind you. I'm talking to Etienne Nichols. Uh, Etienne is one of our gurus at Greenlight Guru, and he was just describing some about the Greenlight Guru medical device success platform. If you'd like to learn more about the design control workflow, or frankly, any of the other workflows for helping you manage risk and documents and records and change and quality events such as CAPAs and complaints. Well, I would encourage you to go to www.greenlight.guru to learn more. We'd be thrilled to have a conversation with you to understand your needs and your requirements and see if you might have products and solutions that can help you. But yeah, you're spot on. I mean, I, I think that was one of the, the, I mean, the traceability matrix that I was, was doing or keeping up to date is I tried to make it dynamic, but it was essentially a static spreadsheet and we still had separate documents and, and records for a lot of the other things. And, you know, when you're in a prototype or, you know, a mode, or, you know, heavy prototype where you're doing some, some preliminary testing and things like that, things are pretty fluid. They change quite often. And that was one of the frustrating things for me about uh, the, the spreadsheet, the traceability matrix is um, if I change something in one area, like let's just say a design input, I probably had to go at least one, probably two or three other places to change it to. And that was the, the, the non-value add activity. And so the kind of the funny thing is this, the, I guess a, a couple of seeds got planted in my brain back in, in early years. Um, the, so the first company I worked for out of school, I was a product development engineer and then got involved more in, I guess, engineering systems and, and processes. But I had somebody, and it was an old school company. And, and uh, granted, I, I also, when I joined them, the regulations, FDA regulations were pretty new. So everybody was trying to figure them out. But the there was a comment that I got from a boss once that said, hey, why don't you figure out a way for all of this design control information to fit on one page? And, and I, that kind of stuck with huh. me. And, you know, even f- at that time, I mean, projects that I would manage, um, you know, we did paper. Uh, I had a file cabinet next to me that had all my projects. In it. And, yeah. you know, even the simplest of projects had probably two or three, three inch binders full of stuff, you know, just paperwork. That thought just like stuck in my head, like one sheet of paper. Now, yeah. I'm an engineer and engineers can be contrarian. <laughs> uh, at times, if we need to be, I mean, sometimes even when we don't. But I'm thinking, oh, well, I can get a D-sized plotter and <laughs> make it one sheet of paper. It just won't be the size of a room, right? But yeah. but anyway, that, that's that whole idea kind of stuck with me. And before Greenlight was called Greenlight, I had, I was working on I called called it Unidoc, U N I D O C, one document. 
Um, and that was the, the concept is, hey, how can we put all the design control information in one place so that if I update it one place, it changes everywhere, goes everywhere it needs to and gets, it gets updated everywhere too. So. Well, I'm sure even early on, your the people you were consulting with had to. Um, well, I don't know how did they appreciate it. Were they at the point where they knew the difference, or was that normal? I think it's even. I think there's a similar reaction today. I mean, those who have been through it, they know the moment they see the screen that and green light, they know exactly what it does. Yeah. Without looking into or adding anything, they just know what it does, right? I think it does bridge the gap and, and shorten the learning curve a bit for the, those who are maybe newer to med device. That and it's it is funny. There's a couple of customers that come to mind. That they don't. They their their journey. Uh, I'm sure has been hard, and, and I guess level of difficulty is always a matter of perspective. But I, yeah. I know it has been difficult and challenging. But looking, you know, through my lens, through their journey, it's like what they've been able to accomplish in such a, a reduced time frame is phenomenal. And I know Greenlight's played a part of that, um, but they don't have the other experience to know, you know? So that's, that's always kind of interesting is like, you know, if you don't have the context, it's really hard to relate, you know? Yeah, it's true. You know, I, and like I said, I was talking to another guru who also managed uh, trace matrix and at different points in time. And uh, it, you have so much appreciation. I personally do anyway. When I look at this, I, I just think, oh, man, um, I've visited with some other engineers who are at different companies now since starting at Greenlight Guru. And um, I just uh, I'm a I feel like I want to be a walking billboard because I think Greenlight Guru, I think we're we're absolutely changing the market in that uh, we're getting products to, to market faster. But we're also improving quality of lives for the people who are working in this every day you know it's it's enjoyable yeah. to work in in green light guru yeah. versus the the excel spreadsheets of of yesteryear so <laughs> well and i think that that's your quality of life component i mean it's a uh, has multiple meanings within the company uh, i used to say um like a double entendre and, and then i learned that's actually probably the bad thing because there's something risque about it. Um, there's nothing risque about it. So I, I have multiple meetings. Uh, I mean, it's improving the quality of life because it's helping our, cu- our customers get products to market for the patients, of course, but it's also helping their quality of life. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that, that for me, you know, is it kind of started to get to a tipping point when I was in consulting. It's like, I am more qualified and have more to bring an offer and, and ex- expertise than uh, it takes to update a spreadsheet. You know, it's like, I want, but I'm spending too much time, not just updating spreadsheets, but just the, the, the morass that you go through and, and of keeping all of these things uh, up to date. Cause I, you know, I value the importance of documentation because I, I'd been on both sides of that equation good documentation, not so good documentation. And, you know, having gone through those experiences, they definitely formed my beliefs. I knew which one was the preferred option. So I was going to spend the time on the documentation. Yeah. But I was spending an an, an inexorbitant amount of time on the documentation that was taking away from, you know, other skills that I could bring to the team. And I think this is, I think that that describes 
a lot of medical device professionals, not just product developers and project managers, but, but a lot of folks are having that experience. I mean, I've heard a lot of people be disenfranchised. And I, and I think the, the unfortunate thing is that that is uh, an outcome of, of poor attention to detail with respect to our systems that we've put in place. I think we've made things more complicated Mm-hmm. at times than it needs to be and other times not complicated enough but no, nonetheless we, we haven't had we haven't right-sized our systems you know yeah and if you know just the fact that uh what you said about your you felt this need so you were filling this need to reduce the amount of time spent on that maybe to in- improve uh what you were doing um just the fact that you having developed a lot of this and then all the other gurus, they're, they're all engineers who are scratching their own itch. You know, this is something yeah. we felt the pain of, uh, yeah. you know, maybe a paper-based or, or um, spread, mm-hmm. you know, the, the spreadsheet of a trace matrix. I think that's what really is impressive to me about the company and the fact that, uh, to your point earlier, you know, the fact that we can help customers having been there, you know, we truly are scratching our own itch. We know uh, why we're doing what we're doing. And so I, I think it's great. I'm a yeah. uh, big proponent for that. Yeah. And, and for me, it's awesome because now you and, and Wade and Tom and Jessica and all the other gurus, they, uh, you all get to have your, you, you have different experiences. So you get to bring sure. your sets of experiences you know, to the, to the team to share. And we all get to kind of learn from that. But all of that that knowledge, you know, finds its way into the product, and you know, so like the next update might have you know something that that is based on some conversations that you know we've had in, internal about ways to improve you know this interface or whatever the case may be. It's like that that guru edge that 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 expertise will find its way into the product and into the workflow, which you know, collectively speaking, I think today as we're recording this, um, don't hold me to this count, but we have somewhere around a dozen gurus within the company, which is freaking awesome. And I I know that, you know, it's a unique offering, especially in the EQMS software space. You know, most are so general and generic that that they're not specific to that device. Well, we are 100% focused on that device and we have, all of these decades of experience in the form of our gurus who are there too. So, I mean, you know, like I said, we've got at least 12 as, as we're talking. So that's, that's, um, I think, I think that's something we don't, and we're pretty modest most of the time. I think that's one of the areas where maybe we could toot our horn a little bit more about that. <laughs> I love the people I work with and I, it's, it's exciting to, to share in all of this knowledge and to, and to share the knowledge that I've learned as well over the years. Um, yeah. That was one of the things that I found, uh, you know, like I said, when I was, I was, I found uh, Greenlight Crew um, through doing research and coming across the articles. Well, I, I was struggling with um, explaining a lot of the design control items to different people, how things connected, how, and so um, when I say struggling, I mean, when I, I was spending more time doing that than the, you know, what I, you know, project management and the engineering and, right. uh, um, so that's, you know, explaining things to people and really educating people. That was exciting to me and uh, making, seeing the light bulbs pop on and, and people really getting it and getting those different yeah. connections. It's exciting. And uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Etienne, as we're uh, wrapping things up today, um, uh, I guess any tips or pointers or 
thoughts come to mind to kind of wrap our discussion up today? Uh, I'll say one thing just to, uh, to our customers who are starting out. Uh, the thing that I've noticed just having been on so many different calls, um, uh, just learning the different processes, what I would say is go slow to go fast. Even in the short yeah. time I've been here, I've seen customers come out of the gate hot. They're trying to get through training as fast as they can. Then then it's almost like they fall off the radar, some of them. And implementing a QMS, it doesn't have to take forever, but it does take a methodical approach. So um, the, the key, I, I would say, is go slow to go fast, and uh, and then you can really implement and be strong. So Yeah, that's really good. And, and I think along with that, I mean, realize that it is – you don't have to eat the the elephant all at once. So, you know, you can take it a bite at a time. And, yeah. And I, I, I do think, you know, I've, I've seen that as well, where customers want to have this mad dash and this rush to get through all the training. Well, in my experience, the the training that I've um, taken, you know, through my career is the, the most, the, the training that is the most effective is when it is uh, in sync with when I'm actually doing the activity. Um, what do you learn? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's reinforcing <laughs> and that sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, I, I think I, it's good. It's good that people are excited that they want to put their, all of their QMS in place. And I want you to be excited a year from now. So if you're diving headfirst and trying to do it all within the next you know couple of weeks or so, you're going to burn yourself out. So, you know, it's, it's a marathon pace yourself. Uh, that's a really good tip. Well, Etienne, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking time uh, out of your day. Uh, I know, you know, you mentioned being involved in MedTech Innovator. Uh, I'm sure that, you know, other uh, forms of content webinars uh, and articles and, and things of that nature, um, folks be on the lookout for, for content from, from Etienne Nichols. So it'll be coming here soon. So thank you so much for being listeners of the Global Medical Device Podcast, the number one podcast in the medical device industry. And that's all thanks to you. And oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, hopefully by now you already figured out we're on video. Um, so <laughs> uh, click the subscribe <laughs> button and, and the bell uh, icon. And that way you keep notified of any time there's a new episode. Uh, but, yeah, we we started doing these on video and, and I've been having a good time with it. It's a great way to connect with with my guests and uh, hopefully a great way for you to, to you know get some of that human connection as well. So thank you so much. Uh, as always, this is your host and founder at Greenlight Guru, John Spear, and you have been listening to the Global Medical Device Podcast.